0: You can get any hot beverage for $1 with the 7-Eleven app. Wait, any hot beverage? Any hot beverage you want for just $1. Even a pumpkin spice latte? (sighs) Even a pumpkin spice latte. But Are you judging me because I'm a man who PSLs? Mostly I'm judging you because you're rooting for the other team, but also because you can get any hot beverage at any size for $1 with your 7-Eleven app, and you only get a pumpkin spice latte. Hey, man, I like what I like. 7-Eleven, be game day ready. Plus tax where applicable. Valid at participating locations. Hey, I'm Chris.
1: And I'm Dakota.
0: You've spent your week with your head in the clouds, and now it's time for us to bring you. (gasps) Down Um, to to Nerd. nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's episode of Down to Nerd. We've been on a little hiatus, but. uh, uh, hopefully you've enjoyed things like uh, we went on YouTube for the first time. We both made a couple of YouTube videos. Uh, Dakota, you did some good work there. Thank you, Dakota, on that on the uh, Amazon Fire 8.
1: Oh, yeah, and I really appreciated your Philips Hue review. That was, it was really cool. It made me want like three of them, but also kind of want to wait for the next generation as well.
0: Definitely, I'm excited to see what kind of comes next from that too, and hopefully it's not eighty dollars. That would be super (laughs) great.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, imagine lighting up your room. Like, I would, I would want to see like a pack for eighty bucks. Like, give me a smart Phillips, you know, bulb set. That would be cool.
0: That is the dream. Well, let's jump into the task at hand today because I think we've got quite a bit to say about it. Uh, It's all over the media is the next big thing. Foldable phones. Uh, And not only will Dakota and myself be talking about this today, we are joined by esteemed guest and colleague and all-around good guy, uh, Mark Suave Roberts. How are you doing, Mark?
2: I'm doing well, Chris. How are you?
0: Hey, can't complain. We're happy to have you on the show once again
2: happy to be here per usual
0: (laughs) well excellent sir the the feeling is in fact mutual so uh let's uh (laughs) let's just get right into it here uh foldable phones uh really the company that kickstarted the whole thing i think uh is gonna come down to uh samsung with the galaxy note Uh, i was pretty surprised i watched uh the galaxy unpacked event oh boy that's uh tough pill to swallow it is so boring <laughs> compared yeah. to you know apple events there's just no two ways around it i've never seen people read so hard from a script and be passionless about what they're talking about
2: you yeah, watched but... the whole thing i oh, did gosh. slow day
0: oh wow.
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> dude that was painful i watched like the four minutes of the unveiling and man it was it just like dragged me down i was like whoa this is really sad and depressing it makes me really happy about apple keynotes
0: (laughs) oh my god yeah it's uh it's a good day to be uh an apple uh fanboy after watching that i just it was like two and a half hours long and i was like boy uh i've never watched something uh that long that quite literally could have been an email
2: (laughs) (laughs) harsh words but i love it yeah
0: it is uh (laughs) It it just really could have been, you know. But um, my goodness, I I will say out of the whole thing, and it was right out at the beginning. I I was very impressed to see Samsung come out uh, with the Galaxy Fold, uh, and with a timeline, uh, you know, within uh, I guess it would still like be maybe just right into the second quarter of the year, but April twenty sixth uh, for the release date, uh, with a little bit harder to swallow price tag uh, at one thousand nine hundred and eighty dollars. Um, yeah,
1: so that's insane. I mean, that's that's more than what I bought my first car for. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not, not to get utilitarian, but like, that's a lot of money for just a phone. It uh, is a lot of money for a phone.
0: Uh, absolutely. You know, and with that being said... uh My goodness, it's just like, uh, you know, the average phone cycle. I mean, people are keeping their phones for longer, but I don't even know if that crosses the three to four year threshold uh, for most users. And I imagine that price is really only for, you know, the early adopters in a business, you know, to even consider it or mildly consider it. Uh, But even then, if you pick that up, there's just no long term usage out of that. And it's such uncharted territory. Um, it just really makes me wonder, you know, something like that, who even is going to buy it? I know some influencers I even follow, you know, who are in the tech realm uh, are not there. You know, they are uh, saying, oh, we might skip that one out unless it gets sent to us.
1: Yeah, that, I can definitely see that being the feeling again, because like even if you're a tech reviewer, I mean, two grand for just something, you know, that is just... I mean, even two grand for anything, let alone just a phone that, you know, I mean, you touched on it a little bit, is how reliable is that going to be, especially now that people are keeping their phones for that, you know, even even just having a shorter lifespan of three years, like, dude, there's going to, there has to be some damage and some uh, Mm -hmm. repercussions of having a foldable screen, you know, it can't be the glass, the Gorilla Glass, the Corning Glass that we know and love and have been using, you know, since... You know, the iPhone four, you know, it's got to, they've got to use this new bendable glass, which I don't think that's even possible. So they've got to be using some plastic polymer or something.
0: I think we'll get to that a little bit more in a minute, uh, Dakota. But with that being said, um, uh, I want to describe the uh, Galaxy Fold a little bit, and then I want to throw it over to Mark, who I think knows a little bit more about the other one, which I I really think these are the two head-to-head contenders uh, as far as the, you know, original introduction here of foldable devices. So... Mm -hmm. You know, if you had a phone, and now I was a Verizon customer growing up, so I don't know how far these phones got to other stretches, uh, but the Galaxy Fold really feels like an LG Envy device, Uh, something we saw well over a decade ago. Basically, you've got a screen on the front, uh, you flip it open, and then you're greeted by two screens inside, much like the phones of yesteryear where it was a screen on the front, you open it up, screen on the inside, and then a physical keyboard. Uh, you know, within there, but it definitely follows that same format. Um, The other company uh, that I think really has their foot in the door, uh, though, even with a price tag uh, trumping the Galaxy Fold at uh, $2,600, is the Huawei Mate X. Uh, Could you bring us up to date a little bit on that, Mark?
2: Uh, I'm still kind of looking up, trying to find all the right specs on this thing. Um, But yeah, $2,600, like that is... Like we were just saying that the 1980 price tag of the Samsung was was almost out of, you know, hard to really. Man, I really can't think right now. I'm sorry, guys.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it's, it's hard it, to
2: swallow. It's so, yeah, it's hard to swallow like that. Price tag, but then you see that twenty six hundred um, and you're like, wow, that's even more. Um However, you are getting a little bit, uh, a little bit extra hardware with that in terms of screen size. Uh, I, so I'm trying to find the right specs on this thing. Um, it, it has like a full display on the front and the full display when it's unfolded. Um, the camera has the uh, is it Leica uh, camera in it, so it's a little bit nicer camera than you're going to have in the Galaxy Fold. Um, but yeah. It, it, the whole thing I think wraps around is one, like how dependable are either of these going to be in terms of uh, just their physical dependency, you know the the screen bending or scratches on the what oh, has to be some sort of plastic instead of glass. or I was just thinking about even software, how you know these are going to be running Android. How is the software going to handle uh, you know these kinds of cases where it's not just a regular version of Android going out to these devices. Like there has to be something special. That's going to incorporate this folding mechanism for all the different apps. And I, I just see it as being kind of a hot mess right now. (laughs) So I'm, I'm, I don't want to, you know, be too much of a, of a Debbie Donner here, but I'm, I'm kind of pessimistic on these folding phones. But um, as we had discussed in a, uh, in our text thread is that I've, Never had a foldable phone, aside from standard <laughs> flip phones. So I was never really on the foldable phone train, which might be why I have this thinking right now. Yeah, I mean, it,
1: uh, I don't know. It's it's so it's so insane. I feel like the people that this is going to be for, like, you know, it'd be people like me. I'm like, oh, why why have two different things when I can just get one thing and it does it very well. You know, but I think it's going to take some time. And I mean, unless these things can bring down, come down in price to match, you know, a typical phone, which I guess now a thousand dollar phone is the normal. Uh, but I don't know if you knew this, but I thought I saw a report that the Galaxy Fold. Uh, not to go, not to <clears> sidetrack, but that nineteen eighty—that's just a starting price, and it actually won't even have five G. Uh, you like have you'll have to pay like an extra. I, who knows uh, to get the five G capability, which that's not even rolled out yet. But still, I mean, you're you're dropping two grand, and it's not even it's not even the top tier flagship. I mean, it is a flagship, but it's not top tier.
0: It, it's definitely not future proof by any means. Right, saying, exactly. is a good way to put it. Um, I will say, I, I am gonna. Uh, Getting the way way back machine here and jump back to Mark real quick uh, on a couple things. Uh, when you said kind of in comparison and talking about the the Huawei Mate X, um, you definitely make some really good points. I want to say the screen size differences when the uh, Galaxy Fold is folded open, uh, the screen is I want to say seven point nine inches, and the Huawei Mate X uh, is closer to eight. Mm. Uh, when folded all the way open, but a really big concern about those things and why I'm typically between those two kind of initial competitors, more so uh team galaxy fold is uh, for one of the reasons you said, you know, you can't, there isn't an Owens Corning, you know, gorilla glass uh, for these screens, for these bendable displays. It's going to be like a try to be as durable as you can yet bendable plastic. And so, what you get with that is the way the Galaxy Fold works is it folds open. So your screen on the front, while it might be small and it looks certainly really weird, I want to say that's a four point six inch display that is uh, just bezel city. Mm-hmm. Uh, dare I say, chin city? You know, yeah, on there, yeah. but, but <laughs> Captain, uh, Captain Chin, Captain Chin, a uh, crimson chin. There it crimson is, crimson chin. <laughs> Man. Alright. Thank you. That's a nice throwback to the fairly odd parents. I, I yeah. appreciate it, <laughs> sir. Um but when you fold it open, uh the Galaxy fold, basically inside of there, it is that plastic filmy material going over the bendable OLED. So the idea there, and I think where they hit the nail on the head is uh you're gonna be free from getting a lot of the scratches and just general wear and tear from going in and out of your pocket. Um the Mate X on the other side, you're going to have a $2,600 piece of equipment in your pocket. You're going to put it in there and it's a, hashtag exposed (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) Uh, it's just there's there's you're definitely going to want a
2: screen protector on that one
0: definitely oh absolutely and and with that you know you're not going to be looking at tempered glass you're going to be looking at uh, flimsy mcflimsy you know what i mean screen protector Mm -hmm. going around and hoping it stays on and hoping that you know it can also work and survive with your phone being folded open and closed Mm. um Now, one thing that I think is a little misleading, I think we'll see it like once there's real, tangible products. Uh, But I always think it's really interesting that neither of these products really show that when they fold, they fold completely shut, like a book. I I definitely Mm -hmm. think even the Galaxy Note is not free from the excuse of it's going to have a nice little crease in there, almost like the Surface Book, which um, or the Surface Book Pro, I think is that it's called, the one that can detach from the keyboard and also be a tablet. Oh, right. Um, and so with that, uh, I kind of bring that into example just of all the dust and crud people have reported. It, it's an awesome computer, and it's so awesome that it can be a tablet and it can be a laptop, you know, with a, you know, eighth generation Intel processor inside of it. But, it, you know, with that, like, not flush fold, you make yourself susceptible to all sorts of things kind of getting in there, whether it be dust or just general grime uh, right. so i think that's something that'll be interesting to see a little bit further you know down the road and also last thing i wanted to say uh for one uh, of mark's points out is i believe with android 9.0 uh google baked in uh foldable support so really? uh, i i don't know how much um I'm not sure what Huawei runs, but I know Galaxy runs uh Galaxy devices run uh, one UI is what Samsung's calling their Samsung experience now. Uh so obviously we don't know how great that continuity is gonna be between the two, but uh at least Android itself should be ready for foldable devices.
2: Should be ready.
0: <laughs> should be big <laughs> giant asterisks all around. Right.
1: Well I, for I think fortunately the aspect ratio seems to be pretty close like almost like one to one i think the mate or the note or the fold sorry I <laughs> all the names are crazy yeah. i think the fold had like a four almost a four to three aspect ratio and then the note had like a eight to seven aspect ratio so i mean they're like it's almost one to one so when you unfold it, it's almost a square i mean it's kind of rectangular but it's not like a typical rectangle like the The normal phone when it's unfolded, so that'll be an interesting that an interesting like change of uh, of UI experiences. You know, going back to that square where I guess stuff started off as a square. And now it's you know rectangle. Now it's back to a square. But that'd be interesting. Like even like if you wanted to watch Netflix or a high definition YouTube video, you turn it sideways, you're still going to have like borders everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, is are you really going to utilize that? extra landscape that you're getting
2: i'm glad you went there because i was thinking the exact same thing it's like these, <laughs> these things are they're essentially going back to the four three aspect ratio i mean you it might be off a little bit from that but you know you're absolutely right you know they're, it's gonna be more squared and it, oh, pff, most if not all content now you know if it's hd it's going to be uh you know the widescreen format was a 16.9 aspect ratio um, and okay, so you're on YouTube or on Netflix and you want to watch whatever, and you have your foldable phone, you say, I want to unfold this on a bigger screen. Like it's not gonna get that much bigger once you unfold it because you're gonna have giant black bars on the top and bottom no matter what. So it's like unless the the entertainment industry goes back to adopting the four three ratio, which I am pretty confident it will not happen that way. <laughs> right. Um You know, what exactly are you going to be doing with that? You know, I see it being more for like a reader, supposedly, or maybe if you're looking at maps or photos on Instagram, like that kind of thing might be more useful on that, you know, square display. But, you know, in terms of of video media, it really doesn't fit the mold for what these things are doing.
0: Definitely. Uh, I agree with you, Mark. I definitely think it's a uh, a dream Instagram machine, <laughs> for sure. Um, with that, though, I mean, it seems like nobody in the industry can agree on aspect ratio sizes. <clears throat> and it really seems like whether it, it's 69 or even people go to 1610 or, you know, so on and so forth, it's kind of infuriating. Uh, you know, it just seems like it' wild to me, uh, you know, uh, a movie that I can get you know, right now, like I'll I'll use Into the Spider Verse as an example. Um, you know, and I watch it on my TV, and that's great. But I still have black boxes on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The this four K widescreen TV that's pretty standard, uh, and then I have even more severe uh, black boxes on my iPad. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just like there's not really with the format we film in. It's like it's only good in theaters. You know what I mean? And beyond yeah. that, it's like we're we're Doomed to suffer black boxes wherever we go.
1: Mm-hmm. That's why you got to
2: pay to go see the movies at the theater. <laughs> it's just physical black boxes there. You just they're just you know part of the theater at that point, <laughs> right? So, so it. I guess, I guess if you had to, if you just had to pick
1: one of them right now, just based on the design, because I mean the UI is probably going to be very similar. Because like you said, Chris, that's got. Android has supported foldable designs. If you had to pick one out of the gate, which one would you go with?
2: I see what you did there, Dakota. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <Like that segment.
2: laughs> you're trying to pit us against each other. Uh, maybe. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, if Based? I... Uh, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> oh, you're fine, Mark. Uh, I'll, I'll go first. I uh, If I had two grand laying around and uh, could just spend it on whatever I wanted for fun, Uh, I would go for the galaxy fold, uh, without a doubt. Uh, that would be the one. I just think that's the one that's probably going to have the best usability, uh, usability rather, uh, long-term.
2: Right on. And I would go for the Huawei Mate X simply because I think it just looks like a better designed device, um, you know, just, I I think what's going to happen is eventually I want to get my hands on both of these things and see physically how they feel along with how they look. But, um, just, you know, the, the folding mechanism and the giant screens on the Huawei, uh, appeals to me a little bit more. Like, I know it has kind of a, a weird side bezel, but on any of these phones, you're going to have some sort of bezel. That's I think that's going to be without question. You can't have a zero bezel foldable phone, at least not in the near future. Um, Samsung's, you know, it's got those front, like the giant front bezels, which I don't know why they would do that. You know, maybe it has cameras and sensors in it, which sure, you need space for that. But then once you unfold it, you have that really big notch that, um, I'm looking at this GIF right now on The Verge, and it shows uh, app or not Apple Maps, jeez, uh, Google Maps in it. But it looks like a a Chrome tab almost. Like it's such a big notch in there, and it just really bothers me.
0: <laughs> I, I like that, yeah. Mark. Chrome tab notch.
2: It's, it's Chrome yeah, tab notch. It's it's huge.
0: It's huge. <laughs> it really is very
2: bigly.
1: Uh, very big. <laughs> huge. Bigly. <laughs> I uh, hope it doesn't use up as much RAM as uh, as Chrome does, you know, just, just by <laughs> oh. thinking about opening it.
0: I'll I throw like a shade what you did Chrome. there. That was nice. Well done. Yeah. There's probably
1: a fan in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. There, I feel like there would need to be. But, I mean, should we also... Well, not to, like, change gears too often, but I I think I just saw a report today that Apple does have patents for a foldable device, but that, that could... That could be anything. I mean, Apple files patents almost every day for new products that it that it's even considering testing. So do you do we think that Apple would is gonna jump on this foldable bandwagon eventually and have, you know, the iPhone Pro, you know, that is foldable? Or that cannibalize iPad sales.
0: <laughs> i'll tell you i'll be willing to talk about it but you have to stop being a moderator for one second and tell <laughs> us which phone were you gonna pick i see you trying to slide out of here dakota bick yeah You're no, trying
1: to... i'm trying to i'll i'll leave the middle path man uh if i had to pick one i'd pick this i think i'd pick the samsung just because i can't say hawaii correctly <laughs> hawaii. <laughs> hawaii. yeah Huawei, Hawaii. Huawei. uh i i think i just picked a samsung just because i'd like just for the longevity you can close it and then at least the in the the big screen the selling point of it is protected most of the time where there is in the y hawaii whatever it's the both screens are exposed all the time and like man like if you forget and you have like a pen in your pocket or like keys and like then it's gonna get scratched up but at least like for the samsung you can fold it haha. And uh-huh. the only the only screen's going to get damaged is that exterior one. But at least your interior has a better chance of surviving. So just on the longevity, I'd go with the Samsung Fold.
2: Now, what if you had the mentality that you despise any kind of case or screen protector? And if you had a year way you'd never have one. But you have one sometimes because. Uh, yeah, it looks nice. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: would you still get the Samsung or would you go for the Huawei? I don't know. Probably still
1: the Samsung because man, you try to put a case on that thing. I don't even know how they could make a case. Like there'd have to be like an extra hinge. Like imagine an OtterBox on these phones. I mean, oh, that's
2: no. yeah.
1: And you know, you know, OtterBox is going to do it, but like of that's going to be a huge, huge phone, more so than it already is. Because I mean, you're just I mean, you're taking two phones and kind of putting them together, and that's about how thick it's going to be. It's twice as thick as a normal phone. Yeah. Add add on a case which is twice as thick as another a different case for a regular non-folding phone. Man, that's going to be a big pocket.
2: <laughs> how thick are these things? Did have we seen like how how actually the thickness of them actually are? Is it basically two phones next to each other when they're folded?
0: That's kind of what I've come to understand. <clears throat> it's kind of like just imagining like two, you know, S10s squished together. You know mm-hmm. with a hinge, boom, galaxy fold, you know, for instance.
2: It's probably no bigger than a galaxy with a robust otter box on it. So I mean, if you're used to that, then you might be used to the size of what a folding phone would effectively feel like.
1: right? But I guess my thing is is I also think about this. like if you're going to be driving in your car, you can no longer use that phone effectively for navigation. Like, what are you going to do, unfold it and then have this, like, <laughs> beefy, like, thing that takes up your whole dash? I mean, unless your car already had built-in navigation, which some of them do, but a lot of them suck. I mean, even, even if they have Apple Maps or Apple CarPlay and Google uh, Auto, they're still, like, slow and clunky, and half the time it's faster just pulling out your phone, putting it on your phone mount, and it's there. But, like, man, you can't put that on your dash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, you definitely have to use it when it's folded shut for stuff like that.
1: Yeah, so I feel like that, like, I don't know, I use, my phone is my GPS, so, like, that just kills the utility part of that, and I'm not going to walk around, I wouldn't think, walk around with that thing open navigating, Oh, guys, uh... Hey, Chase Field is right here like, you know, just this it's like it's like just walk it's like the with the people walking around with iPads taking pictures <laughs> with iPads. That's what yeah. we're going towards and that's insane. You you know those that person can't be sane if they're taking pictures with an iPad.
2: It, it's always worth a laugh when you see someone walking around in town with an iPad taking pictures of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or at a concert.
1: Like, this is going to be the new thing at concert. Or, oh, no. Maybe not the new thing, but, like, yeah, imagine that person in the concert, they're recording the whole thing on their iPad, and, like, you can't see anything. Like, I
2: don't know.
0: Basically, yeah. what we're telling you is we've taken this moment for a brief PSA to say, if you're outside and you're taking a picture with your <laughs> iPad, stop. Turn around. Yeah, You've you're done gonna something You're going to smack wrong. it out of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you, we'll, uh, we'll We'll jump back to the task on hand, sorry for for throwing things off here, but uh, an Apple foldable phone. Now, I do have to say, if we saw a foldable iPhone this year, i that would be the first time I've ever seen Apple really, truly ride the bandwagon hard because this just doesn't seem like a product category that i think is tried or true Uh, as far as i'm concerned it can go the way of 3d tv or hd dvd or you know whatever it's just it's it's a format that in concept looks really cool and really utilitarian but there's just so many you know questions we don't know the answer to i know one of the biggest ones to me is uh, you know, long-term usability. It's just like, yeah, we have our phones where you know we hold them in our cycles now for three or four years. Uh, but I mean, uh, the, the fact of the matter is, on these foldable phones, they all have creases going through. At what point does that crease from folding your phone become so pronounced that it's no longer usable, or even worse, it just malfunctions? Uh, it's it's putting a physical component into a world where we have become very accustomed to everything being solid state, you know, so while it's super cool that we have all these, you know, new physical attributes to the phone, how long are they going to hold up, you know, and, and I think that's a big question, and especially a company like Apple, who's known for saying a thousand no's to every yes, you know, that would take into consideration.
2: Yeah. It took the words from my brain, like I was <laughs> yeah. like what you're talking about. I was thinking about that. Is like like everything, all like technology, especially Apple, everything's become static. Like we're trying to move in the direction of not having moving parts. When these folding phones are a, a single giant moving part, which is it's it, the whole thing. I, I feel like it's just, it's kind of a niche, but it's also I think a bridge to something good to come. You know. <laughs> Going back to the Wayback Machine, like you said earlier, you know, the the LG Envy or the, was it the Voyager or something like that? Yep, yep, um, yeah, the Voyager. You know, like those, those were foldable phones. And I think in our text writing, I said that that wasn't the answer that, you know, phones needed at the time. It was a good bridge to something that was better yet to come. But that wasn't the definitive answer for, uh, you know, the way cellular phones were going. And I feel really similar about this too, just for that same reason. Like I don't think this is something that is gonna last, but I think it could be a good step to whatevers next to come. So uh, in short, my answer to Dakota is no. I really don't think Apple's gonna do something like this. And that is
0: fair. Definitely. Um, I'll say here, you know, it's I think it's possible, but I really think it's something where they would have figured something out that no one else is even thinking of right now, Uh, whether it be that the chassis of the phone folds completely shut, you know, or just like an evolution of continuity or... You know, if iOS thirteen talks as big a game as it, you know, sounds like it's going to be like some kind of continuity between uh, you know, a more iPhone centric interface on the front, you open it and you get more of an iPad centric iOS experience on the inside. You know, I I do think there's options there and there's room for mobility in a place where Apple could really take advantage in that space. Oh, and I'm sure they'd love to charge us three grand for it, (laughs) you know, make (laughs) the phone seem like a budget device. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Um, uh, but with all of that being said um i just i i just think there's a long way to go and i think it's such an unproven market it is completely unapple to enter a market you know what i mean like this this early so maybe if things are still going strong this time next year we'll see something but uh, this fall i just don't plan on seeing a foldable phone from apple
1: yeah well i mean we've i've been seeing a lot of reports that they're going to come up with again three like new phones, but again that's all hearsay. And they're going to release a phone next month, and they're going to release one like you know three in the fall. And like who knows? Nobody knows. But not to not to change subjects again. I feel like I'm doing this. But I um, going back to the old phones. I thought I saw an article recently, and you guys may have as well, uh, that Motorola is bringing the Razor back. <laughs> are you excited for that mark no i just laugh at it yeah <laughs> i'm just i'm just wondering what a modern razor would look like like do people want a physical keyboard again or like do you want to touch you want it to flip open you have the physical keyboard and then you have a touch screen on top i just don't know if that would jive
2: I mean, maybe that could be a foldable phone too. Like it would be, you know, you'd have it would just fold the same way the razor would open up. You know, you'd open up kind of long ways, and you'd have your candy bar style phone. But when you close it, you just have, you know, kind of actually like what the Galaxy's got going on in the fold. You know, have a smaller screen on the front. Um, I mean, it'd be kind of a little touch of nostalgia, but also fairly uh, um, user friendly. Yeah.
0: You've hit the nail right on the head there, Mark. Most mock-ups I've seen <clears throat> of the new uh Moto Razr razor uh are it's a foldable device and it folds vertically uh like the old uh razor did.
2: I feel like I, if I had a device like that in my hand right now, I would still have the muscle memory to be able to just flick open my phone with my thumb like that. <laughs>
1: like
2: <laughs> so many oh, yeah. times just like flicking it open with just single motion. Like it was it was very satisfying.
1: Yeah, and then type in with a T nine like you you knew where all the letters were.
2: Oh yeah,
0: I could so. never T nine. Oh, <laughs> I was no. always okay, spoiled never... by those flip open keyboards. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was never a T nine person. I was uh, I was just a one two three person. I'm not sure what they called that. Like where you hit the seven key four times to get the S. That was me. Oh no. Oh what? yeah, I was good Nine's... at it, man. I was good at it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Man> <laughs> but I grew up in a different you.
2: era than used twos. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Look at
0: us with our LG Voyagers and LG Dares with on-screen keyboards and physical oh, keyboards. Man.
1: That dare was great, man. It was, it was it was sweet. It was a good phone.
0: It was. It, it's kind of funny how this new foldable technology definitely makes us harken back to a a simpler time when things weren't just all glass slab. Yeah, mm-hmm. what is it,
2: what is it with that? Like, why do we keep going back to those? Old phones right now. <laughs> like, what, what is it <laughs> yeah. about this foldable phone that's making us think about old times?
1: Yeah, who knows? Maybe it's just all the folding designs or like the the crazy stuff that companies were doing. Like everybody, like every company had like three different crazy designs. You know, LG had four or five different phones at once, and they were all vastly different from each other. But if you look at you know Samsung right now, they have three phones that are all very similar. Apple has three phones; they're very similar. Yeah, you know, so I guess maybe that's making us think about that. Not to mention the Nokia. Was it the Nokia 2230, 2231? It's just a dumb phone, but it's one hundred and fifty bucks for people that want a dumb phone again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's like a modern dumb phone. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy to me. You know, and and it's kind of annoying. It's just everybody seems to follow suit generally. Uh, with Apple. And I mean, you look at it, we pretty much have uh, 2008 with the iPhone and the MacBook Air. Uh, I mean, that's still kind of the modern mimic for most designs. Uh, The Mm -hmm. iPad in 2010, it's like we've been running the same ball for well over a decade. Uh, And I think growing up in the 90s and even in the early 2000s, predating that, uh, we were certainly spoiled when companies would try to out-innovate each other by just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what stuck. Uh, And I think in our adulthood, this is the first time of any kind of real evidence uh, relating to that like hey we're not making just a slab that we're gonna change like three things on or we're gonna put seven cameras in it you know and uh send it on its way
2: mm-hmm. yeah definitely and i mean even on a smaller scale are doing that um you are trying to innovate with the notch and how to uh you have front facing cameras and we've seen you know the punch hole we've seen the notch we've seen uh the big chin on the bottom. The big chin on the bottom. And what's it? There's one, I forgot for which phone it was, but actually it it slid. Um oh, right. The cameras it, like Yeah, it out. slid. Yeah, and the camera popped out from the top, which I would that was all about that. I thought that was cool. Um or even cameras that just kind of if you uh toggled on the front facing camera, it would just pop up and then mm. it would go back down. Um, so, I mean, I think that's been going on for a little while, you know, with these other companies that aren't Apple kind of throwing things out, see what sticks and, but this is, this is a different beast, (laughs) um, you know, and, you know, maybe, maybe Apple will, you know, take some design elements from this and, you know, maybe not have a foldable phone, but maybe it'll, I don't know, help just innovate, uh, how they're treating their their uh, OLED display or something. I I don't know, um, but it got me thinking a little bit too. You know, with you know trying to think about who's going to do the next folding phone. But then I was thinking about LG and how they have their rolling OLED TV uh, that they premiered at. Uh, shoot, well, what's it called? CES. C- CES. CES. Like, I'm curious. Like, could a rollout phone be like ever be a thing like yeah i'm just kind of thinking of what if you have a device that just shows like your your dock you know your your main uh icons then all of a sudden you can do something to kind of unroll it and there's the rest of your home screen Mm
0: -hmm. like
2: could would that be ever be a thing i don't know
0: I don't know, Mark. Sounds like you need to send your resume over there to LG and get them <laughs> back in the right way.
2: <laughs> I think it's just the wine talking now at this point. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've seen, like, I think even some of
1: the reports from CS are still kind of trickling in. But now there's, like, some companies that are, like, making phones that are, like, remember those snap-on bracelets that had, like, there was, like, a little piece yeah. of them that was, like, a band. Like, there's, like, snap-on phones, like... I don't know. Like,
2: I think this is the year that
1: it was a little crazy.
0: Oh, definitely. Like an, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mark.
2: I would say it's just like the next generation wearable. Like what's it going to be like? And, and that could be like the, the folding slash rolling display, you know, you just kind of roll it on your wrist and you just look down at it and be like, Oh, there's all your, all your icons. Right. I mean, it would be very user friendly, but whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right.
0: Well, yeah. Someone's, sure.
2: someone's going to do it eventually. Let's be real. Right. For sure, for sure. Very cool.
0: Definitely, just a matter of time. It does make you wonder what the next big thing is, you know. Yeah. Uh, if it's gonna be with uh, you know AR, VR, or what have you.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm still not sold on AR. It's just I tried it on a couple like apps on uh on my iPhone SE. Like the PlayStation Vita had it a little bit, and uh, I don't know. And I haven't really been keen on VR. I just, it just I get I get a little motion sick.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's all still got a ways to go, but <clears throat> I think we're on the cusp of uh, you know kind of seeing what's coming next. I know Apple. Anything I've read about you know as far as Apple's next big kind of iPhone killer project, uh, it has something to do with AR. So I don't know if uh, it's going to be you know. Google Glass on steroids or what? But let's just hope they uh, they fix Apple Maps before they do that, or a lot of people are going to be running into stuff.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, apparently, Lenovo is working on bendable phones and tablets, so that's that's who we might see the next one from.
0: <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, this is like totally just, you know, at the end of the show, kind of off the cusp uh, thought here, but they, they do some pretty innovative stuff. They make a laptop, uh, that has an e ink keyboard. So, e books
2: or the yoga book, excuse yeah, me. Yeah,
0: yoga book. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that is the coolest idea ever. I mean, it still needs it, some work, but it's a cool idea.
2: I think it. I think it's an awesome idea. I remember when the first yoga book came out, and I looked at it and like that is a really cool idea. And then showing the e-ink keyboard, I think that's. I think that's a fun idea. Um, but yeah, they they do come out with some cool stuff. That does look. Yeah. I did not know that existed. Yeah, it's like the yoga yoga book two, I believe. Okay, or maybe, or maybe they just call it yoga book, and they they don't actually number their products like a lot of other companies do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Looks like it's currently the Yoga Book C nine three zero
1: laptop. Ah, there it ah, is. Rolls <laughs> right
0: off the tongue.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. That looks pretty cool. Okay, it's got like the pen and everything. And this is—we're getting way sidetracked, but yeah. We
0: no. Well, I'll tell you, it's a—it was a great little bonus, I think, to to end everything on here. So, uh, with that being said, uh, we certainly want to hear from you guys who've made it to the end of the the podcast. What do you think? of uh, foldable phones. feels kind of weird jumping back to that after the uh, (laughs) book, but that's okay. I'm going to hold firm. Um, You know, let us know uh, pretty much anywhere you can find us, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those good places. Uh, And of course, Dakota and I want to thank our esteemed guest and colleague, Mark Roberts, for being on again. Uh, Thank you as always.
2: And thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure.
0: Absolutely. And I'll tell you, Mark, where can people find you on the Internet if they want to hear a little bit more from uh, the great Mark Roberts? Ooh,
2: uh, I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Mark from Ohio. That's M-A-R-C from Ohio. Um, Yeah. Hit me up.
0: Yeah, do it. Yeah. He's the only one. So, well, the only one (laughs) worth following.
2: (laughs) I'm fairly active on both, too. Um, No, it's, you know, it's. Uh, I, t- I like to try to make pretty pictures on Instagram and uh, uh, just general nonsense on Twitter. So that's yeah,
1: good. I'm very fond of your uh, brunch posts on Instagram. Oh, they make always make me hungry, even after I just <laughs> eat.
0: <laughs> they do, They're very good. Uh, and I'll tell you, Dakota, you got uh, got anything else good to add? Um.
1: Oh yeah. Uh. We we've got our own emails. I don't know if we mentioned that before, but you can contact us directly at Dakota at downtonerd.com and also chris at com or just in the general uh questions at downtonerd.com anything you could think of just type it in at com and it'll probably come up with well you send that an email and then we'll we'll get it somewhere
0: yeah, definitely. Sometimes I just look at it and I play pretend.
1: <laughs> <if you>
0: <laughs> <up>. <laughs> but yeah, also, you know where else people need to go? They need to go to down to nerd because your boy Dakota over here has done a really good job at getting the website all nice and fixed up. And he even put a little place uh, where you can like check out sponsorships and stuff, which just always one step ahead, man. I appreciate you. Oh yeah
1: did did you see the new did you see the new design I don't know if you've seen it yet Oh but I saw it's, the uh,
0: new design I saw oh, you, you it It looks it. good oh, you it? <laughs> Everyone needs to go see it too It looks
1: yeah. good Oh good
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Definitely Well uh, with that uh, ladies and gentlemen uh, Thanks so much for listening uh, You know where to find us and uh, you definitely know where to send us a message Now uh, we would love to hear from you uh, As always Dakota Thank you so much for being here uh, You are an incredibly great human being oh yeah i try oh thanks man (laughs) and uh mark once again thank you for being on the show uh as always we appreciate it sir yes thank you absolutely well uh i think that's all we got this week so uh thanks a whole lot for listening to down Down. to nerd Nerd. Bye
1: bye (laughs) <laughs> they said we should just tell you to
2: try McDonald's buttermilk crispy chicken biscuit for breakfast, and we shouldn't make a big deal out of it. But how can we not? It's crispy, juicy chicken on a warm buttermilk biscuit brushed with butter, and you can enjoy it for breakfast for only $3 on the McDonald's one, two, $3 menu? Oh, forget it. We're making this a big deal. That's more like it. Prices and
1: participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.
0: Say Metro by T-Mobile got the best deal in wireless, and it's all for you, all for me. Just switch quickly, because
1: Metro has two lines for 80 and two Samsung Galaxy J7 Star phones for free, plus Amazon Prime included. That's the way wireless should be, only at Metro plus sales tax and activation fee. $50 plus rate plan required. Not valid for numbers currently on T-Mobile Network or on Metro in past 90 days. Offer subject to change. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 per month value. Restrictions apply. See store for details and terms and conditions.